Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 320 Club podcast. Why is it called the 320 Club? Well, 420 was already taken, and happy hour is happening somewhere else. Okay, so we got another couple of weed jams for you. This one is just a two-parter, but you can consider these to be the epilogue to episode 41, as they were recorded immediately after that episode on the 18th of April. The musical selection taken for this series of weed jams is the Per Yint Suite by Norwegian composer Edvard Grieg. Uh, Per Yint is a five-act play in verse by the Norwegian dramatist Henrik Ibsen. It has also been described as the story of a life based on procrastination and avoidance, something which I can certainly relate to. Apologies to our listeners if the content drip has been a bit slow. Between a move, doing our day jobs, and parenting, it's been a bit of a struggle. But we do have more content coming, and this should help move things along. Enjoy! Fuck me. Fuck me. That is fucking funny. <laughs> What's he talking about? I don't know. Everybody remember, He's... don't fire your health inspector because that applies to like some of our listeners, maybe. So, you know, you Trump know what? List- yeah, right. No way. If he was, he'd be like one of 44 right now. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's right. We we've quadrupled our listener base from like 12 to 44. So that's really? pretty good. Yeah, we're up there. We're getting up there. It's good. So keep it coming, listeners. Expand our expand our podcast. Help us out. Help out small business. Not that we're making any money whatsoever. Uh, 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 you're not. No, not at forty four. Um, oh hell, what was I gonna say? Shit, I can't remember. Fuck. Cock, cunt, son of a bitch. <laughs> Shit, ass. <laughs> We're doing the Tourette's Syndrome podcast. Oh my god! Wish I was. I wish I was in the booze business. They must be making a killing right now. Readjusting to real life after this is going to be an absolute shit show. This is very true. I don't know. I honestly. I don't know what people are going to do, how this is going to work out. Like, there's going to be an, a huge surge of people flocking to small businesses to support them and yep. just buy up. There's going to be a massive surge in lineups at barbershops. That's for sure. We already talked about that. Yeah, barbers are going to be, uh, barbers are going to be like trying to unfuck homemade haircuts. And then I'm not going to be able to get an appointment until two. Although I am on texting friendship basis with my barber and he will get me in as soon as he's able to open. Actually offered to come around mine and just cut my hair. I want to roll the dice on this and see how far it goes. I want to see. I've never had long hair before. I'm curious. Yeah. Curiouser and curiouser. It, It is slightly annoying. It's it's now too long for me to be able to style it the way I've been styling it for fucking fifteen years. So um, now I'm just kind of discovering new ways to. Well, now I just let it go because it doesn't matter. I'm not getting laid anyway. But yeah. Oh, that should be. I wonder how many people. Oh, I'm gonna start calling people out on Tinder as soon as this quarantine ends for their pictures clearly being pre-pandemic pictures. Because you know, like people use old pictures of themselves, like doing things that are more interesting than what they do normally, or like when they were in better shape or whatever. 
Right. I'm going to start asking people whether their pictures are pre or post pandemic pictures on Tinder. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> That's funny. It's like the freshman 15. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pandemic pounds. We're all going to look like Christmas graduates. Oh, man. Clump like a festive turkey. I'm not looking forward to. So I'm simultaneously not looking forward to this ending and very much looking forward to it ending because I just think things are going to be super weird and awkward for a bit. Like, I don't even remember where my office is. I don't remember how to get to work. I had to learn all that again. What time was yeah, I supposed that's... to be there? Nobody knows. Like, I have no idea what time I was supposed to. I have no idea what time I was supposed to get to work. Like, what do I wear? Oh, got to pick out clothes again. What's going to fit? Probably nothing. Yeah, that's so weird. Like, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of hugging and there's going to be a lot of handshaking, but it'll be like oh. really, app- it'll be, there'll be some ap- mild apprehension at first. It's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. should we hug? Should we handshake? <laughs> oh, this is going to be perfect because I hate when people touch me unnecessarily. So I can just like maintain an excuse that I don't want to be touched. Don't fucking touch me, Rona, motherfucker. Yeah, you don't, uh, you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I here's one thing I've noticed that I wash my hands very differently now like I'm actually thorough about washing my hands instead of what I was before where I just slap on some soap run it underwater and then yep I'm good to go <clears throat> and that probably covered about you know 60% but now I actually like I'm making sure there's some fucking lather and bubbles in there mother you know like that's what I'm looking for at least we're probably going to get away from it you know those people like we all know who they are that like when you go to a public restroom and like you're there so they're like oh fuck someone's in here with me so they have to pretend to wash their hands so they just like run water over their hands yeah that really can't be arsed to wash their hands and like aren't even willing to fake it properly when they can easily get called out on it but the social contract is you don't call them out on it you just like judge them silently afterwards as they walk yeah, you around just look at them you just stare laser beams into the back of their head and then hopefully it makes their makes their head steam. I wonder if they've learned how to wash their hands properly. If not, if not, if not they're dead, so it doesn't really matter, I guess. But Yeah, this is true. Hmm. What a world. I know. <sighs> like, I, I do find it hilarious that, like, the things that the government has to, like, stress on people to do is just basic hygiene anyway. <laughs> Like <laughs> stuff we should have been doing all along. Oh, let's get back. Is he? Hey, record. Hey, record. We're we're already recording. This is we're in the wee dram realm now. Oh yeah. So uh, my wife just called me. She goes, <clears throat> uh, "I need you right now." So I ran upstairs. She goes, "Coyotes entering the the rocks or whiskey." So fuck, I'm t- drunk. Oh my uh, god. The whiskey domain, the coyotes have invaded. So I had four raccoons uh, sitting in my compost pile, um, which sits on, on stilts because my dogs entered the compost pile. So as my little cocker spaniel is scaring the raccoons away, uh, the coyote moves in to try and hunt my little cocker spaniel. So, um, where the fuck do you live? <laughs> In Africa? What is happening? 
The end of civilization. So it's anyways. also called near Gananoque. So my what? So my wife says she goes. Well, I scared the coyote away. I'm like the coyote. You didn't scare the coyote away. He's just sitting in the fucking bush. You gotta go get hit the bush a couple of times. So I ran up there with my rifle and started hitting the bush. Yes, I'm drunk and carrying a rifle, but like, don't be judgy. <laughs> There's a coyote no, in the bush. <laughs> I was just. I was just. I'm just trying to. I was trying to make a joke out of hitting the bush and your wife and etc. But they were all just too crass and crude, so I abandoned the attempt. That's quite the oxymoron. A smart, gun-toting, drunk, uh, American business administration <laughs> aficionado. <laughs> when, you, when you live on the savanna and and life is a daily gamble. <laughs> What the hell? What, this is not a bad movie, guys. This is like my backyard. <laughs> exactly. And if they get, but but rocks. If they get into the chickens, that's near, next year's egg crop gone. I'll be financially ruined. <laughs> I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> That part in that show, we're talking about Tiger King, by the way, Whiskey. That part in the show where that kid got her arm just goes bitten back off. To work. She just goes back to work seven days later. She had her arm fucking bitten off by a tiger or whatever. As far as, as, far as I got in the whole series, just so you know. Oh, so you have. You, you are watching it. You've caved. That's kind of the wife-husband bonding time. Ah, I see. I thought I it was see. chasing coyotes around in your underwear, half drunk with a rifle. Stop judging me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I will not. <laughs> you make your, you your cleaning lady clean your house in the pandemic, and you're like judging me. <laughs> I make her do nothing. She's oh, quite happy boy. to get her $110 every two weeks. That's right, listeners. We've created a glass house on the 320 Club. (laughs) (laughs) And we are now throwing stones in it. (laughs) One of us has a slingshot. (laughs) So, anyways. Yes. Love you all. It's okay. She's covered in cleaning products. She'll be fine. She's disinfecting herself constantly. I don't know where this is going at all. My my, my mind cleaning is lady, crazy. when she comes here in the pandemic, she's constantly using disinfectants and gloves, so she's fine. I just got pictures of uh, an immigrant, a cleaning lady that's completely disadvantaged, and you're some sort of rich white guy, and she's covered in like white powder, and life just sucks for her. And but you just you're okay with it because my life is my life is not a porn movie. She's another Quebecois. They don't let immigrants in this province. Firstly, and she's just I don't I don't I, I actually don't know. Where she drives a like a, an SUV. So she's probably fine. <laughs> yes, a lot of pimps drive. And not SUVs. even like some That's bullshit Kia or anything. It's a Nissan. You know, that's a reliable vehicle. Yeah, starting at seventeen thousand dollars. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm drunk, guys. I just memorized facts, and I just killed the conversation. 
No, no, I'm, I'm kind of having a, I'm having a chat here right now with a mutual friend of ours. Um, but yeah, no, I, <laughs> you're cheating on us. You're cheating on us. That's a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I droned off after you guys started throwing rocks at each other. <laughs> uh, it was good though. It was fun. It's fun when whiskey hits back because otherwise it feels a little bit too much like bullying. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't care enough of your little bullying jabs to actually bother me. So it's all good. It's all good. So, so when your store runs out of food, it's all good. It's all good. When my store okay. runs out of food, I'll just go to the next store, bro. I got 480 kilometers range in my car. Yeah, but there's there and back. So you really have 240 kilometers an hour. Or 240 kilometers. Let's call it 200. New Haven Police. New Haven Police. A man spends four days eating, drinking, and restaurant closed because of the coronavirus. For days, a man ate, drank, and slept in a downtown New Haven restaurant that has been closed because of the coronavirus. Stealing food and liquor, police said, was worth several thousand dollars. The man... The man, Luis, uh, Luis Angel Ortiz, 42, whose last known address was uh, such and such, was arrested Tuesday after a manager stopped to check in on the clothes sold to Cuba Cafe, 283 Crown Street, and noticed somebody sleeping inside with a bottle of rum. <laughs> the loss includes about 70 bottles of liquor, and management estimated the loss of food and beverages at several thousand dollars. That is insane. And somebody wrote a comment, suspect photo from surveillance camera inside the restaurant. It shows a picture of uh, what's his nuts from uh, Shaun of the Dead. We're just going to go to the Winchester, have a pint, and wait for this all to blow over. <laughs> Man, 70 bottles. That seems a little much. Seven bo- 70 bottles in four days? No way. He's squirreling shit away. You know, it's, you know, if you're looking for the zombie apocalypse, that's probably the way to go. Um, but ultimately, you need to pay your bartender and tip your waitress on the way out. Yeah, but so, they weren't working there. <laughs> he just stole all the shit. <laughs> there's a couple of places. What did I hear? Uh, there's a couple of places in Kingston where um, grocery stores, I guess a grocery store was empty? It was like abandoned or something like that? <clears throat> and so, no, no, no. Loblaws on um, Sir, John a., uh, Sir John A. McDonald Freeway and Princess was uh, they forgot to lock it. Oh. And it just happened to be on Easter Monday or Easter no, Easter, Easter and they forgot to lock it. And because they forgot to lock it some dude pushed the fucking the door open, and then because some dude pushed the door open, everybody else thought it was open, so they just mm-hmm. started filling the carts, and then they got to the cashier, and there was no nobody cash. was there. <clears throat> so they just kept on walking, as if that's not stealing, you freaking dumbass. But I heard I heard some people actually like left money and a little piece of paper at the cash or whatever saying, you know, like this is what I purchased, this is what I owe you, and then some people were actually good about it. But others obviously just outright stole shit. Yeah. So but the point is is like you write that in the cash register. 
So if, if the door is closed and the sign says closed and you walk in and then help yourself write a receipt, is that good? Either case, you write a, a, a note to make yourself feel better. The store is fucking closed and you help yourself. Um, unless it's like, but think the irony of the situation is that there's other stores that were open. So it just could have gone to them. So we don't. Yeah, but this one was open and they already had the stuff in their cart. <laughs> God help us all. Thank you.